Brewing with Style is brought to you by Northern Brewer with fast shipping, expert advice, and all the ingredients and equipment you need to make the best beer possible. Visit them today at northernbrewer.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters. Hey, hello. What a pair of those were. Uh, what's nice about having a window here is we can see out as well as they can see in. and uh, That's what we have to fix. We need to make it one side. Apparently, I do not have the premium You need a mirror sort of thing where you can... Uh, I need like one of them uh, oh, sorry, angle Nuggets. mirrors. I can't. I, I all I can see is the uh, yeah. well, like all dude. And the, uh, well, you no, are, you're missing it, dude. You are missing it. Yeah. Like eight seconds before the show starts, I look over and holy smokes, there's this smoking hot blonde chick at the bar, and I'm scrambling to tell these guys to look out the window <laughs> as we're about to start the show. Yeah. Poor Jamil can't see from his vantage point. Yeah. You're missing out, dude. Yes. That's all right. I I. I am not such a base person. <laughs> you spend all your I, weekends I, I, at beer I, festivals. You see all kinds of. Uh, on my, I'm on a much higher yeah. plane. Oh, I'm you're not, above you're all not, that. Uh, yeah, I'm above that. Come really, so you lost your edge. You're telling me. <laughs> I, know what that's, I know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the medication for all the diseases yeah, I have. That's right. It's yes. uh, it's really uh, wearing me down. <laughs> Well, you are missing out. All right. Well, let's just get this show over so we can go out there and join her. Well, she's got a big meathead boyfriend, though. I think oh, yeah. That, I saw he that. He can so kick that. our ass. Oh, yeah. Well. Maybe not Jamil's. That's right. God damn it. <laughs> you know some secrets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, how many uh, uh, How many of you guys been in, like, fist fights? Where, well, well, you know, people are punching you, you punch people. Like, what? It, you mean outside of adolescence? Right. Not, like, when they're slapping and crying. <laughs> Like oh, yeah, I did once fight. in high school. I had a fist fight. But oh, yeah. I threw one punch and it was over. Not the, no, the guy just cried or something. I, don't know. I think mine was the opposite in my fight in high school. I, I, there was one punch and I cried. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I don't think I've been in a fist fight in a lot since then. Nah. Right. Well, have right. you, Jamil? Are you a fist fighter? Oh, you know, not much more than, you know, once a week. But, you know, <laughs> twice the, a month. At the brewery. Get an irate customer. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Straight them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Employees. Employees. Yeah. yeah. I could see you kicking some ass because I feel like there's something in you that snaps. Like you're one of those guys. Oh, yeah. Like you're yes. super mellow until that thing snaps. Yes. Like if someone said, made a, a snide comment to your daughter or your wife, like something oh, would just snap. I'd, I'd freaking kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, no, there's no like second chance. Nothing. Ah, it just, no. yeah. No. I could see that. No, I pretty much, I pretty much will, will drop them right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hair trigger. The hair trigger. <laughs> right. Forewarned. Right, right. Yeah, there's no medication for that. You know, there's the people <laughs> yeah. there's the people who are a little wacky, a little <laughs> disturbed, and they're disturbed at the beginning. And these are the people yeah. that get the medication because everyone's like, Man, there's something wrong with that person, right? And so they capture them and then they, you know, uh prescribe them some medications and those people are, you know, yeah. either on their meds or not on their meds. And then there's the people like me that seem Perfectly normal. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Seem is the <laughs> word you need to there. pay I mean, attention to in that absolutely. sentence. <laughs> but then you know, there you know, there's certain things you don't want to cross. You right. Know? So in other words, the crazy you have can't be fixed. That's right. Is what you're That's saying. That's right. Yeah. Because if you were to like drug me, 
normally I'd be, you know, just drooling all over the place. I'd, I'd be unable to operate and function. Right. Uh, you know, if you drugged me for, uh, you know, that specific point in time where somebody has crossed the line, you see. Yeah. You can't. You can't. I yeah. understand. Right. Uh, just as a quick side note. The best you can do is carry like a firearm or something. We were promised a heroin drug corner in the last program, and we forgot. So I just want to remind you during this program when we get to no, Jamil's I, drug corner. I, I, I was going to say, next time I have a Jamil's drug corner. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if you've got questions about that, our beer, you can always call. Our beer, 888-401-BEER. All right. There you go. Right. Call in. We'd like to hear from you. You know who else knows a lot about beer? Uh, the, the Northern Brewer. Yeah, yeah, there you go, yeah. Northern Brewer. Yeah. Uh, Northernbrewer.com, check them out. They sponsor this show. They've been sponsoring it for a long time. They've also been, for a long time, providing great ingredients, fresh ingredients, wide selection of ingredients, and quite reasonable shipping on just about everything. Yeah. And, you know, it's great customer service. Check them out, Northernbrewer.com. They've been sponsoring this show, like I said, for a long time. They're paying for it, so you don't have to. So show them some love. Check out that uh, northernbrewer.com and get a chance. All right. Today, we are talking about old ale. <laughs> Not the kind of stuff that, uh, you know, <laughs> Justin has laying around from the last time he brewed. Yeah, you're not talking about my beer cellar? <laughs> right. We're talking about uh, the style. Uh, it used to be 19A. God knows what it is now. It's probably... 26 A, A, B, Z or something. Oh, yeah, whatever. Who knows? It goes back. Right. Uh, old ale, uh, malty, sweet, fruity esters, uh, often complex blend of dry fruit, uh, uh, caramel, molasses, malty, toffee, treacle, other specialty malt aromas. Some alcohol and oxidative notes are acceptable, akin to those found in sherry or port. Hop aromas not usually present due to extended aging. Appearance light, amber to very dark reddish-brown color. Most are fairly dark. Age and oxidation may darken the beer further. May be almost opaque. If not, should be clear. Moderate to low, cream to light, tan-colored head. May be adversely affected by alcohol and age. Uh, flavor, medium to high malt character with luscious malt complexity, often with nutty, caramely, and or molasses-like flavors. Like chocolate or roasted flavor malts, uh, flavor, malt flavors are optional. But should never be prominent. Balance is often malty sweet, but may be well hopped. Impression of bitterness often depends on the amount of aging. Moderate to high fruity esters are common and may take on a dried fruit uh, character. The finish may vary from dry to somewhat sweet. Extended aging may contribute to oxidative flavors. Uh, some wood-aged or blended versions may have a little lactic or Britannomyces character. But this is optional. It should not be too strong. Enter it as especially beer if it is. Uh, Mouthfeel, medium to full, chewy body, although odor examples may be lower in body due to continued attenuation during conditioning. Alcohol warmth evident, always welcome. Low to moderate carbonation, depending on age and conditioning. Overall impression, ale of significant alcoholic strength, bigger than strong bitters and brown porters. They're usually not as strong or rich as barley wine. Usually tilted towards sweeter, maltier balance. It should be a warming of beer of the type that is best drunk in half pints by warm fire on a cold winter's night. Michael Jackson. Hmm. You see, the different Michael Jackson, not the one. Not the one that you have. Not the one that I have. This is going to get confusing. I'll I'll have to get Parkinson's, and then I can. (laughs) Then you can just say, I've got Michael. And then they go, the one? Yes. Yes, both. (laughs) Both. Yeah. One I got from Touching Kids, the other. (laughs) 
from probably <laughs> from being old. From being old, yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, comments. Uh, strength and character vi- varies wi- widely. Fits in the style space between normal gravity beers, strong bitters, brown porters, and barley wines. Can include winter warmers, strong dark milds, strong and perhaps darker bitters, blended strong beers, stock ale blended with mild and uh, bitter, and lower gravity versions of English barley wines. Many English examples, particularly winter warmers, are lower than 6% ABV. Um, you know, the, the thing about this is, I've always been of the mindset that old ale is more like old peculiar and that there's old ale that's, you know, they're showing um, some age characteristics and that's got a little bit of Brett and some other things going on uh, and has kind of a, you know, a a character from the aging. Uh, Green King, Old Suffolk, uh, things like that. And that I consider an ideal old ale. Yet, in the past, and they they steered away from it a little bit later on, uh, people were putting in, like, stock ale. I, I believe there's a difference between stock ale, which is a, a mm. bigger ale, and it can be pale, and it can be massively hopped and not quite barley wine. But I don't think that that's an old ale. Well, and now I'm extra confused because one of my favorite beers from North Coast, for example, is called Old Stock. Right. Or old stock <laughs> ale, right. Yeah. So, but you're saying these are two different beers, the old ale and the stock ale. Well, let's see here. Yes, I think that they used to have uh, uh, North Coast uh, old stock ale in here. Listed right? as an old ale? I think so. Let me look through. And then the... maybe I complained enough that they pulled it. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's a great beer. I just didn't think it represented the category correctly. Okay. And so now that, you know, in their description, it's, you know, tending more towards the, the darker malts and, you know, that kind of thing and not, you know, a high ABV necessarily. You know, they're going lower ABV in the five, six range. They're talking about, uh, you know, the characters, characteristics, and they've got, you know, the Brett and things in there. So uh, I think it's interesting. Um, you know, the Harvestune Old Engine Oil. Um, you know that's you know again that's that's a great beer it's uh you know much richer and fuller at least you know the last time i had it um than you know some of these others another great name i like that name right, no, right. old engine oil so uh, you're saying that you're saying that maybe isn't an old ale no oh okay well you know yeah boy you know it's it's interesting um so the list of commercial examples gales prize old ale Burton Bridge, Old Expensive, Marston, Ode Roger, Green King, Old Suffolk, J.W. Lee's Moonraker, Harvestune Engine Oil, Fuller's Vintage Ale, Harvey's Elizabethan, Theakston, Old Peculiar, Young's Winter Warmer. So Young's Winter Warmer, to me, is more, you know, uh, yeah, uh, Sarah Hughes, Dark uh, Ruby Mild, uh, Sam Smith's Winter Welcome, Fuller's 1845, I don't think is really... Uh, Fuller's Old Winter Ale, Great Divide, Hibernation Ale, Founders Curmudgeon, Cooperstown Pride of Milford, that's an old man ale, every old jubilation. Yeah, you know, it's such a diverse, you know, list. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it, you know, really helps define the category well. 
So is that to say it's not a diverse category? It's a pretty specific. No, it is a diverse category, but I think well, that these it beers could be are all over the board. Okay. Yeah. If there were like say three, even color wise, you know. Yeah. Well, well a lot of these are only available in, you know locally, so I imagine that's why there's so many here, right? That uh, mm. it's a kind of a minor style, probably at most breweries. So on some of these, I think that they struggle to find examples. So on some of them, you know, there's one or two beers and you can't find them. And right. so they're like, uh, it, it used to be that way with like a, a steam beer and you'd see anchor steam and then nothing. And so, you know, they struggled to find others to throw into the category. So they changed the definition a bit and then threw a couple others in and mm-hmm. you still couldn't find them. And, you know, it's a real struggle. Um, and, you know, so sometimes they're, the categories were bad because there's only one beer in there. And sometimes the categories are bad because they wanted to avoid only having one beer in there, so they threw in a bunch of other beers. Yeah. And then it's like, well, you know, some of these beers are tweeners. And I guess, you know, you could categorize beers however you want. But well, You think- know, Gordon was on our uh, Monday show uh, two weeks ago or a week mm-hmm. ago last night, and he mentioned that they have cut back on the number of uh, beers in each in the classic examples. Uh-huh. But he also referenced a an, an online uh, we, uh, you can go you can go and get additional uh, examples. Oh, okay. So sort of like, which is nice because I'd like to know, like, say, of these twenty four beers they listed here as classic examples mm-hmm. of an old ale, what three sort of get right. your arm around the style? Well, yeah, Those that's the, the thing. Yeah, that's part of what we're doing here is saying, well, you know, here's why this is a good example. This is why it's not. Right. You know, and here's what you should expect when you drink these, whether they're fresh or not. Here's what you're going to find. So we're we're kind of getting beers like you might. We're throwing them out. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah we're, this. we're doing it the same way. Yeah. And I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, you should, uh, you know, just list three. Are the top three? Or if there's a bunch of really solid examples, yeah. List just the really solid examples. Don't throw other stuff yeah, in there that confuses it. Up. Yeah. it. Right, yeah. Right. And then yeah, have this other list of those that are also considered, but not the you know the ones right. that define the style. Right, and throw some notes behind them. Yeah. Well, here's why. This was lighter. This or, is yeah. This this is why this is not really considered the best example of style. You know, great beer, right. but it's too light. Yeah. Oh, it's too hoppy. Yeah. Oh, this one's you know, it's like this, yeah. but it's too hoppy. That's what we're doing here on yeah. the show. So the saying, classic should all yeah. be like forty two to forty five point beers, right? Oh, minimum. Yeah. There's other beers right. that should be included that are probably thirty five point beers. Right, and you might you might you know explain why. Yeah. Every reason why. You know. Yeah. You know, list list those things, I think. It'll be good. All right. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll hopefully have tasted uh, some great commercial examples and maybe some homebrew, uh, although there's no more jet ski to give away. That has been given away. Yep. Yep. Uh, so you missed out. All right. We'll be back right after this. In a world where everything has been lost... What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. (sighs) I need a drink. Oh, no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. 
Another non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> oh, it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the Home Brewer. I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a Certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? <laughs> Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online, plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org now back to jamil tasty and blise it's brewing with style 
All right, we're back. We're enjoying some fine old ales. We've got uh, Fuller's uh, Vintage Ale, 2009 Vintage uh, Thixton Old Peculiar. Uh, peculiar in the, the way it's spelled and in the <laughs> way it's uh, uh, just a lot about it. I like I like Old Peculiar. It's always been one of my favorites. Um, I told the story long ago about having Old Peculiar... Uh, on draft, or on cask, actually, cask conditioned in Edinburgh at a place. And uh, I was, like, slamming pints of Old Peculiar. Uh-oh. <laughs> and the people there were, like, going, oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> These freaking Americans. Is he a look, college look, kid? Look at them pounding those things down. And it's, uh, you know, like 5.2 or something. And they're like, why are you drinking all that, you know, drinking all that high alcohol beer? Yeah, you're like, what are you talking about? It's 5.2. Oh, yeah, it's 5.2. No, I had I had uh, quite a few pints of that, and, and they were drinking like, you know, just, you know, 3% beer, and then they're like, well, all right, you know, since <laughs> we've made new friends, we'll go crazy. We'll go up to like 4%. Mm-hmm. And I continued to uh, slam Old Peculiar, and then uh, went somewhere else. Later on, I urinated on you know, some park somewhere. <laughs> Hey, I tried to go into a place. They wouldn't let me in. Hey. And so I urinated in the park uh, across the street. That's what you got to do. Hey, I wasn't going to hold all that in. You know, I had, to, go. had to give, yeah. You didn't end right. up in like a dungeon locked up somewhere, I hope. You didn't get arrested. <laughs> no, no. That's good. I, I survived. <laughs> uh, and then we have the, uh, a fine uh, homebrewer example from... Uh, yeah, from our homebrewer tonight, uh, Scott Poynton. And, uh, Scott. S- Scott's on the line with us, too. Hey, Scott. Hello. Thanks so much for sending in the beer. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no sweat. All right, so we're drinking it all now. We're just You're going to have to kind of sit with us as we do our thing here for a minute. But we got your homebrew in the lineup and, with the and other two. And taste the beer. Yeah, and, and as we taste the beer. So. Right. so hang tight. We'll have questions for you. Okay. All right, brother. All right. So have you, Justin, made you you're the first one up because you are the... Uh, you're yeah. the new guy. Rented, rented uh, board op. Yeah, I don't like this rule that you guys have. Uh, <laughs> well, unfortunately, we make the rules. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> so I'm going to start off by telling you right now that I'm having a hard time deciding between the homebrew and one of the commercial beers as number one. Huh. So not the two commercial beers <laughs> as my number <laughs> one choices. And what, what, what other piece of crap do we have to give away besides the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Scott, the jet ski has been given away in the last show. Yeah, you just missed Unfortunately, it. you just missed it. Yeah, sorry. Should you it. win, there is no jet ski. No now. jet ski. So. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm really enjoying the homebrew, so I, I'm, I don't know if it's, it's such a great uh, example of the style. I do think it's a, a very good example of the style. Maybe both of the commercial examples are a better example of the style, but I'm enjoying the homebrew so much that I'm having a hard time not voting at number one. So it's between Old Peculiar. And Scott's homebrew for my number one uh, with the Fuller's, what is it called? Vintage Ale. Vintage Vintage. Ale coming in a very close third place. Um, I also think that the uh, Old Peculiar is just in really great shape. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to go Old Peculiar number one. 
only because I think we're judging it by style, right? And I think it's it's just a better example of 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 the style. If we were just going by what I prefer to drink, it would be the homebrew. So Old Peculiar number one, Scott's homebrew number two, and the Fuller's number three. Huh. That's where I'm at. Uh, I do think they're all three great beers. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tasty. Hmm. <laughs> no, it's, huh. 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 I got my own little. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, your, Scott, like you did make, you did make a great beer here, by the way. Good, uh, good job there. Um, well, um, you know, is, this is a case where I don't know the style that well. I, I suspect that the Fuller's uh, Vintage Ale is probably uh, tip, more typical of what you get in an old ale. I just like uh, Scott's and uh, and Little Peculiar a little bit better in terms of just easier to drink, less uh, got more uh, like all like subtle melanoid character. The the uh, Fuller's is just loaded with malty. Malt esters galore. It's just kind of really, really big. Uh, so uh, I as well would uh, go with the old peculiar and then uh, drink lots of pints of Scott's beer and then uh, I get a small pour of the of the Fuller's. It's a, it's a not too far out of there, but it's just not as far as my preference. And this is not it's less about style. Just my personal preference. Uh, it would be the third one, the Fuller's. All right. Uh, so I wasn't paying attention to you. Yet. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, Scott's is number one and Old Peculiar is number two? Or no, no, uh, Old Peculiar is one. Just oh, same you as, and Justin are we're exactly we're the same. same yeah. We're in lockstep. Yeah, yeah, well. Uh-huh, so to speak. If we had seven beers, we could do something different. <laughs> yeah. Three, is that too many, you know, permutations? Can I say that? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, very interesting. And I think this is a good example of what I'm saying as, as yeah. to... Uh, you know, Fuller's Vintage Ale is on the list. Old Peculiar's on the list. Which is, uh, uh, you know, they're dramatically different. Yes. You know, by, you know, strength and by residual, you know, malt and, and all these things. And so I really think they need different categories. I don't think that they belong in the same category. I think there's too much effort trying to justify putting them all in this one category. When, you know, there's other categories where they're splitting, you know, uh, red hairs with a, uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. With, you know, it's just, it's it's too uh, too fine a detail. And here they're just lumping them all together because nobody knows what to call it mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, or, you know, slide some of these over into, you know, barley wine or something. Who knows? Um, all right. Here's why I think you guys are wrong. Uh, <laughs> Scott, I think that's that's a a well done beer. I think that that is really. I think we we're looking at three really good examples of old ale. Okay, could be you know one two three in an old ale competition category. Yeah, they'll all be right there. Sure, they'd all be up there. I don't think. You know, any one of them is necessarily, uh, you know, uh, flawed in any way. However, however, um, he's giving it another, another taste. Just see if we get the words to come right out here. 
<laughs> I mean, it's almost, up the old brain. It's almost as if they've dumbed down old peculiar. Oh, it's not how you remember it. That's not nearly what old peculiar. It's not as peculiar as you remember it to be. It's this so, is a this is a lighter old peculiar. This is a cleaner, more moderate reserved. old peculiar. Yeah. Okay. It's missing its. Uh, so we'll call it old unusual peculiarness. Yeah, more. It's, yeah, it's more unusual than it is uh, peculiar. Just, yeah. Suspense um, is killing me. Is, hmm. is this what you always do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is why the show takes. When so the beers are seven percent, we do all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> the thing about the Fuller's Vintage Ale. Is that, you know, there is a lot of malt character in there yeah. without being overly melanoidin I mean, it's melanoidin-rich. It's almost, if they're, they're, it's so big other ways, the melanoidins could be hidden. But it's, it's, uh, it's almost like an all-pale malt, just really high yeah. gravity. And so it's got a, almost a cleanliness of malt you know the malt is just very present very malty um and i'm I'm afraid to say on scott's it's probably like maybe if he tells me it's a brewing classic styles recipe <laughs> well, see to me scott's say, i get more distinct melanoid character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's right there mm-hmm. and when we get to scott i, I agree with that there. as well i think it's a little too much oh, it could be too much huh? it reminds me of my old tale it just seems like a little too much um, melanoid character, and there's a bit of a floral kind of hop thing coming through still. Beer seems fresh. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, then maybe you're time. right about this brand confusion situation because part of the reason I voted both his and uh, Peculiar is because of that strong melanoid mm, character. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was my impression that, that, that it should right. be more melanoid y like that. Melanoid. Right. I know that's right. typical of the style. I mean, he's uh, got great, you know, fig and toffee and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see, you know, Scott, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm in this case, I'm Fuller's. Okay. I'm Scott. I'm old peculiar. That's really interesting to me that you chose the Fuller's. Yeah. You sure you're not just doing it to buck the system? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll buck things, but uh, okay. Now your your uh, your standard here is, is style, right? Well, not flavor, right? 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 Just well, style. no. I mean, which one Just would style. I drink more of? Yeah. Um, God, I, I I might go with the Fullers. Okay, and you know, your and it's more of the style. So both in this case. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think in this case, um, yeah. Although I don't think Scott is far off. I think Scott's pretty damn close, and I could see somebody choosing Scott's over the Fuller's. Mm-hmm. The whole peculiar, Which, uh, maybe did. I'm dinging it. <laughs> a couple of idiots could do that. Yeah, 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 any idiot could do that. We get the implication, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I, I could see some moron. Yeah. <laughs> maybe even a, two. A, a, right, a couple of morons. <laughs> I, I could see a pile of morons deciding that that was better than the Fuller's. Okay. Uh, and, and maybe... Like I said, I don't know the style that well. Maybe my problem with the old peculiar is it's not my old peculiar of old. Yeah. Maybe I'm dinging it because it's it, to me it seems like a shallow representation of what it used to be. Nah, it could be the Michael Jackson's disease. It could be. It could be. 
It's I'm starting to get the shakes here. Yeah, <laughs> from not touching kids. Uh, all right. Now, well, um, so that would that would be the case. Now let's hear from Scott. What? Uh, let him tell us how how stupid we are. Yeah. What do you think about our assessment, Scott? Um, well, actually, if I had to rate them myself, I would probably put them in the same order Jamil just did. Yeah. See, I knew Scott uh, was a smart guy. Fuller's Vintage Ale is one of my most favorite beers ever. Um, so I modeled my my old ale off of their beer, and after a couple of failed attempts, I found this is back in like 2008 or 9. I found a, a post on a brewing forum where a guy had toured Fuller's Brewery, and he rattled off the ingredients that they told him were in the beer. Mm-hmm. So I took that, and I took the Brewing Classic Styles recipe, and then I just took I don't know some of my own intuition and kind of blended it all together and came up with my recipe. Um. I think but, you're uh, really close. I think, you know, there's some darker uh, grains that you're putting in there, maybe, or darker caramel or maybe uh, Munich or something, or that's yeah, just I mean, a little want, bit too much. You want the recipe? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a short break, and when we come back, if you can hang with us, I want to yeah. hear your recipe. And okay. uh, then I'll pick it apart and tell you why you're all wrong uh, <laughs> right after this. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Saka JP. <laughs> A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack. 
stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to MoonlightMeadery.com forward slash BNArmy and use coupon code BNArmy at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Well, chicken Boy is quiet today. <laughs> yeah. Must the, be chicken. During the break, we talked about uh, Old Ailes and how, how good Scott's was. We talked about uh, uh, the woman out. Uh, I, I took a look. I tell you, I I find Bevo more attractive than the woman that was out there. Well, Bevo is perfectly attractive. However, the woman at the bar was pretty attractive, and we all know Bevo's attractive. I, I'm I'm more the Bevo kind of guy. Yeah, I like I like the you know like a little meat in your bones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, cute. You know. Sorry, Bevo. <laughs> yeah, you, meat? you meant yeah, a girl yeah. next door is what you meant. Uh, you know, she's got some baby vomit on her. You know, <laughs> I do not. Starting to sag a little bit in all the right places, so you get a little more swing, a little more action. Right. You know? These are uh, these are you. compliments from Jamil. Yeah, these are Bevo. No, I, seriously, I find Bevo far more attractive than uh, okay. the woman out there. I mean, I could see why you would think she was attractive. She was kind of scrawny. She was a little scrawny, but yeah, I kind of like that. I like heroin. Yeah, look. you like the heroin chic. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you about heroin one of these days in uh, Daisy's Drug Corner. <laughs> okay, good. But I would, I would go with Bevo. That's that's more my, my style. Uh, fair enough. Sure. I'm sure Bevo's flattered. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, she's, she's, she's very pleased. I can tell. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. She's, she, you didn't tell me to go to the gym today. I told she, Bevo today she, that she should go to the gym. Yeah, Bevo's looking good. Yeah, and she thinks I'm number one, apparently. She's she's showing me one finger. Apparently, I'm number one in her book. Quickly, in my defense, just so people don't think I'm a complete <laughs> chauvinist, I was concerned about Bevo's health. I wasn't telling her she was fat. I was just saying, <laughs> do you exercise? Your heart rate. You got to get your heart rate up. That's. I wasn't talking about her Did weight. Did you say, you know, if you don't lose weight, I'm going to kill you? <laughs> so that's why you're worried about her health? So I can't just... get a wider and wider chair. We're going to do something about this. <laughs> I... <laughs> None of, really. these, none of these things were the context. Awesome. So could we wrap this show up? <laughs> 
I just she was taking two hour breaks on long days like this where she works for the hop grenade in the morning yes. and then does the shows at night. Uh-huh. And I asked what she does with her breaks, and she sits and surfs the internet. The and I said, "Have you ever considered, you know, hitting the treadmill?" <laughs> But I, not because I was concerned about her weight. I just, good use of that time. I just, yeah. I like, healthy employees yeah. are happy employees. Yeah. That's all. Viva looking good. We'll buy her. Uh, no. There you go. Good. Anyway. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let's let's get back to the, the subject at hand. Yeah. Uh, let's not get distracted. Yes, let's. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Scott, uh, tell us about uh, your, your old AOSB here. Okay. Um uh, let's see. the The base malt is seventeen pounds of Golden Promise. Mm-hmm. I have used Maris Otter before, but I'm a big fan of Golden Promise, so that's what I use this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one pound of Thomas Fawcett Crystal One, which is about forty five L. Uh, one pound of Flaked Maize. Uh, that's supposedly what Fullers used at least about ten years ago. Um, half a pound of Honey Malt. Half a pound of Thomas Fawcett Crystal 2, which is 65L, half a pound of Thomas Fawcett Dark Crystal, which is 87L, and a quarter pound of Special B. Uh, mm-hmm. That's for a 5.25-gallon mm-hmm. uh, batch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for hops, I'm um, starting off with one ounce of Target uh, at 60 minutes. That's 11.1% alpha acids. Uh, half an ounce of Challenger at 60 minutes, 7% alpha. Uh, one ounce of Challenger at 20 minutes. Uh, and then one ounce of East Kent Goldings at Flame Out. And uh, for yeast, I made a big yeast starter on a stir plate a couple days ahead of time with uh, Y Yeast London Ale, uh, London ESB Ale, I'm sorry, uh, 1968. And uh, fermented that at about 68 degrees. Scott, what was your uh, starting gravity on this beer? Oh, starting gravity was uh, 1091. Oh. And uh, finishing gravity was 1022. Very good. Hmm. And it's, uh, I think it's about 51 IBUs, uh, just a hair under 9%, about 8.9% ABV, give or take. 19 SRM. I think it's a really well done beer. I think, you know, this is as close as anyone has come to really, you know, winning over. I mean, this is, this. you know, you're up this against... This is a 40-point beer, right? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, right? I'd, put, I'd, I'd give it, you know, mid to low 40s. Wow. Yeah. We both tasting, I did almost pick it as number one. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it was... Yeah, it's it's right in the mix for yeah. sure. I mean, well, yeah, that's you know, 43. Wow. Well, 44. It's going to final round nationals. Oh, nice. What'd you yeah. get in the first round? Uh, first round, I think it got a 41. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, I think you Good know, job. the the only, I mean, the only thing I would list as, and not even a flaw, it's a quibble with the recipe. Uh-huh. You know, I think um, the honey malt and the special bee... And the dark, you know, uh, Thomas Foss is maybe it's a little too much dark, crystal-y stuff. And the honey malt tends to, you know, it's, it's kind of like a munich you know, it has a, a character to it. I mean, those things I would I would pick like one of the three, probably, you know, the Thomas Fawcett dark crystal, and I'd get, dump the honey malt, and I'd dump the special bee, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, 
Uh, I could, I could, you know. Well, the special bee is only a quarter pound. I mean, it's like yeah. A, I mean, it's it, but it's coming across. as are getting of some a, of that sort of raisiny. Little, yeah, there's a little too much of it. For too me. much crystal character. You're yeah, in general. Uh, for me, I mean, when it's next to the Fullers, uh, it just becomes. If if the Fullers wasn't here, I might go. Oh my God, this is you this made is Fullers. It. Yeah, this is great. Well, no, I, I still think it's a little. I mean, it's coming across. It's darker in color. It's. Oh, you know, one thing I've done in the past is, you know, do the, you know, keep your, your crystals and your base malt a little simpler. And then instead of, you know, getting as light as Fuller's is, you had just a pinch of, you know, like a black patent or, with uh, the color. or a, you know, a dehust, uh, you know, just to, to deepen up the color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, not get as much melanoidiny rich kind of you know crystal in there that's the thing that stopped me from having it number one okay now scott what about your process how did you get this melanoid character did you do a step mash or a um no i just did oil? A, an infusion mash um at uh let's see let me find my notes here at uh 155 degrees mm-hmm. uh but then i did a long boil i did uh oh. almost a two-hour boil sure to create that melanoid character mm-hmm. yeah well, and I'd, I'd probably drop the the late Kent Goldings too. I think that's coming across a little bit. Eh, some people might like it. For me, it's it's a little too much of a you know a floral blast. Yeah. Um. And again, it's when you're comparing it to the Fuller. <laughs> it's a forty point beer. You which can't, is, which can't is say too much tough. to improve it. You know. That's another good point, just to make sure. Right. Like, if this was just standing on Again, its own. yeah. If you just gave this to me by, <laughs> yeah, by you know, yourself, oh yeah. I'd be like, well, you know, hell, that's that's fantastic. That's perfect. Scott, you should have sent oh. us some shitty commercial examples. You could have gotten right. the jet ski. Well, this is why it's so difficult to win this. Yeah. Because you're up against, you know, the great commercial examples. If you're, if you're better than that or as good as that, then that's really tough to do. Yeah. You but know, I'd say you're right why, in the hunt there. One of the reasons why I layered all those those malts in there was judges kept telling me that it didn't have enough depth of character in the middle of it. Yeah, they're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> well, except that now he's he's going on to the. So you might right. be right, but now, right. but it's he's he is placating the the yes. judge's mind right now, exactly. and seeing success because of it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. No. No. You're right. I, yeah. I, I could I could see this beer winning uh, at nationals. I mean, I think it's that good. I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, Scott, are you going to the conference to see yourself win? No, not this year. I went last year in Michigan, but uh, okay. San Diego's a little far. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, San Diego, that's a great town. And if, uh, uh, you know, I am, one of the reasons I am a lifetime AHA member is because of things like the conference in San Diego. You know, that homebrewers conference, I, you know, I, I get a blast. There's, you know, great events there. Uh, there's so many, uh, you know, breweries to tour. They always make sure there's a lot of breweries to tour. They make sure there's lots of uh, great informative, uh, you know, uh, seminars there. Yeah, good and, ones. Uh, yeah. This year, this you looks know. great. Oh, it, it's fantastic. So I'll tell you, if you're if you're not going, get yourself over to, what is it, AHA? Uh, Conference.org. Conference.org. Yeah, AHAConference.org. There's, there's still tickets? Still tickets available. Oh, yeah, man. which is which is which is also rare. Uh, so get them now before right. they're gone. But ahaconference.org and um, and I'm not sure they're going to do it in in San Diego 
Again, I don't know yeah. because I think that the the venue is there's some question about the venue going away. Oh, is that right? So that could be. I mean, if you're going to make it to to one of these things in San Diego, I'd get on the ball and make it happen this year. It's really too bad Scott didn't win today because I was thinking since we gave away the oh, jet ski, I yeah. was going to give away a full a expense full paid trip, trip to the yeah. conference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would have made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, Scott. It's too bad. You were real close. You were real close. So, so close. you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would have voted for you, but uh, you know, I got these other two people here. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Uh, yeah. What can you do? Uh, okay. Well, that, uh, any other tips for you know making what is uh, we consider an excellent? Uh, if if this was in the classic examples in the style guide, we wouldn't quibble with that. No, we'd be like, yeah, this is a good example. Okay. Yeah. So we like all these these melanoidins in a beer like this. Yeah, it's a little too much. Okay. Dark melanoidin for me. Okay. But so now I can see that now that you're talking about the style, but then just to point out, that is something that stands out in a judging lineup that's maybe be, people that it's being picked well, over. Right. And see, I am very uh, anal. <laughs> anal, yes. Uh, <laughs> schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> when yes. it comes to this style. Okay. Because if you look at the old peculiar, you know, the darker melanoidins, yes. Yeah. You look at the, the fullers, no. Right. And, you know, so... But you like it all. Yeah, so... Right, but, you know, that's what I'm saying. They've got the style all screwed up, so... Okay. Well, know, it allows for a range of melanoids. Right, so, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I think yeah, I think he could, he could have it. Yeah. But, you know, again, if we did not have the fullers here, then... You yeah, know, maybe he'd he'd be a winner. He'd have killed it. Okay. And for me, uh, on my recipe, I go more um, in the the pale ale malt. Uh, I use some Crystal Eighty, a dash of Black Patent. You know, uh, just a tiny percentage, like a quarter pound, just to color it up. And then I'll also use uh, treacle. So an old peculiar, you know, it's more of a treacle thing. So yeah. uh, that's that's where I go. And that's got its own peculiar flavor as well. Hmm. So, you know, it's it's just tough. Just tough. Uh, maybe, maybe Scott's the winner. I, I think Scott's the winner. I, I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> He's right there. I think the rest of you guys. But, but yeah, it's Scott, unfortunately, the rest of these guys are, are totally wrong. <laughs> what you, can I do? You know, it's, great. it's we got to, you know, work in a democracy here. There is the other. So Tasty and I were both for the home brewer. Not, maybe not number one, but we had certainly ranked him higher than you had. And now in the end, <laughs> no, what higher like than I had. <laughs> I also had him second. Okay. I just told you you were wrong about Old Peculiar and, I see. and Fuller's. Okay. I All right, well, it's not as bad as that. Okay. Well, you just saw butter because it wasn't what you remembered it was. So. <laughs> That's right. My yeah. butt does hurt, yes. but for a completely different reason. Maybe I'll get to that in Jay-Z's medical corner. <laughs> uh, or, Which is just after Jay-Z's drug corner. Or that on on a, the next episode of Love Strong. Uh, either way. Uh, <clears throat> Scott, any other tips for the listeners before we uh, wrap this up? Well, I, just with all beers, especially this one, but all beers, you know, yeast management is crucial. So. You know, make sure you pitch a lot of yeast and aerate well and ferment, you know, control fermentation temp. And, uh, you know, you can hardly go wrong. <laughs> yeah, you got great yeast character in there as well. Great attenuation. Great it's clean. very, very easy to under attenuate these and have them sickly sweet. So, well, and, and with that. sweet ju- beers, but not sickly sweet. 
I just want to point out too, especially because we're you know talking about how it gets judged too. Based on his stats, he was at the top of all of the ranges of this beer. Mm-hmm. So his alcohol was eight uh, percent. The range six to nine. His uh, final gravity was what'd you say? Something like ten twenty, ten twenty two. Ten twenty two. Ten twenty two is the top of the range. Um, even and what were your IBUs again? Uh, Fifty one. 60 being the top, so really pushing the upper edge of the whole style mm-hmm. made for a standout beer. Just, right. Yeah. Well, there you go. And then uh, I think the yeast management uh, when you're dealing with higher alcohols and things like that is important, right? There you go. Yeah. Well, it's, look at you. I Just a thing or you're two. knowledgeable Just here. a couple things, that's Damn. all. I, I don't know if we can have you on this show anymore. Yeah, you're, you're fired. You're really disturbing the feng shui <laughs> of, of the studio. It's just a thing or two. So oh, <laughs> let's not get over. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> let's take a short break. Let's calm Bevo down, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things Homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. If you don't know Yeast Man, you're missing out. White Labs Yeast Manager, Yeast Man, is available free to any brewer. Yeast Man is your direct link to White Labs Yeast Production Facility. Yes, you can check yeast availability, and yes, you can place an order. But Yeast Man is much more. View yeast quality control and analytical reports. See your big QC day entries and reports. Get access to the entire White Labs catalog, specials on overruns of freshly made yeast, and customized options for your account. Yeast Man is the only real-time online ordering in the business connected directly to factory production. Yeast Man is always on and always live. It's the largest online marketplace for specialty brewers yeast and related products. Visit yeastman.com today and tap directly into White Labs production facility. Gonna brew? Yeast Man to the rescue. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer 
Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're talking about... uh I don't know. What did we talk about? We talked about uh, talked about, talked about, uh, about the new uh, the big event skills. coming up. Uh, yes, we talked more about uh, in San Diego <laughs> and how how good you were you, you were teaching Abby important things. Whatever. <laughs> we did talk about that. I'm glad you weren't in the room. <laughs> hey, hey! I'm just saying. Bebo's teaching her important skills. <laughs> important yeah. skills. Useful skills. <laughs> I'm not. I, that's all I said. Yeah, really. All very up, above board. Well, and then we were talking about. Wholesome. You know what I'm looking forward to? What's coming up? Probably my top event at the uh, the Homebrewers Conference in San Diego. Oh, I know what, you're, gonna, be, I know what you're going after here. Yeah. The, BN, the anniversary party. BN 10 party. Yeah. And it's White Lab's 20th anniversary as well. Jesus, they're old. They're old. Yeah. They're almost old enough to drink. Yeah. yeah almost. Hey, I like me some White Labs people too. There's some attractive they people have, at White Labs. They have a great crew. Not not just uh, Chris White, but uh, yeah. but some other people. Um, no, it's a combined party. Uh, White Labs twenty, BN ten. Uh, it's going to be at the uh, what is it? The uh, Broadway Pier yep. in San Diego. Yeah, beautiful location. Wow. Yeah, that is something special. That is going to be a great. Uh, Heretic's going to pour. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of breweries are going to pour. We're going to have like thirty. Unlimited samples. Yep. And uh, live you know. music. Yeah. Um, all sorts of good stuff happening. I tell you. Food. If you sign up for the VIP thing, if there's still tickets left, sign up for the VIP thing. I'll bring something special if you sign up. I'm just saying. Like some chocolate hazelnut porter or something? Or? Oh, no. Something you can't get. Oh, even more can't special. even get that. You can only get it at the tap room. Oh. Nice. That's what I like to Oh, hear. the habanero. Uh, uh, I can bring that too. Yeah. We'll throw that in there. Yeah. Is there going to be a, get a kick out of that. Four Friends and Sam appearance? Uh, I'm still working on that band, Four Friends and Sam. Um, <laughs> There'll be other bands. There's definitely other bands. There are two other bands booked. A San Diego favorite, the Creepy Creeps, cool. are going to be there. Nice. They're a cool band, and they bring go-go dancers. You're welcome. Oh, Whatever. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> and then um, we got this cool uh, like blues R&B band. I can't remember his name. It's all on the website. Uh, go to bna10.com, click buy tickets, and then you'll get even more information, including the brewery list, which, of mm-hmm. course, Heretic is on there, plus a lot of our other uh, good friends, uh, Stone Brewing Company, and, and you name it, Ninkasi is going to be there. Uh, a lot of local San Diego beers. Um uh, Paul Sangster's Brewery. Has, yeah, Rip Current. Uh, yeah, Rip they've current, signed yeah. up to be there, which we're really excited. Cool. You know, we always want uh, BN uh, people there. Right, so. right. Um, yeah. 
Uh, and I'll tell you this: we're going to do a couple of shows there from uh, from the uh, from the conference as well. Yeah, we're going to do a couple of uh, Brewing with Style shows. We're yeah, gonna perfect. Do a couple of Bruce Strong's. So if you've got uh, the the style that we're covering at the conference, uh-huh. well, let me help you figure that out right now. Okay. I got the list in front of me, but it's a little me. off. So that's so I just want you to help right. me figure it out. Plus, so we got a show. We got a, a little <laughs> off. Where we got a whole new way of doing this, so that we can get you guys the beer that uh, that you need to do the show that you like to do. All right, I have listed for May <laughs> cider and old ale. Oh, huh. but we just did cream ale, right? Because we ale. missed cream ale previously. We did cider did, before. Right? You did cider. Did okay, we? did we? I don't know if you've done cider or not. Did we do cider? I don't remember it. Or did we do mead? I don't think we did cider. So let me ask you this. Maybe Maybe we should put cider on hold a little bit. Here's what's listed for June. And I think that both of these might be good to do from NHC. Uh, Berliner Weitz. No. And I think we're getting a lot of homebrewed examples of that lately. Yes. And then uh, Weizenbach. Oh. Okay. So are you good with those? Didn't we already do Weizenbach? Didn't we do Aventinus? All right. Let me look here. I think we did. I think we may have actually. Let me look this at is this is Scott's method of. I know of really, that's why I'm in here fixing. You it. know, managing the show and lining <laughs> up. Here. He's like, well, you know, I, I grab these bottles. Do the show then. Like, can we do a different show? What show? When do you think you to? did Weisenbach? Like a long must have been oh, a long time geez. ago. No, no, because I, I got you back to December here, and it's not on there. I thought we did it recently. Then no. Recently, you've done Belgian Specialty, English Brown, Northern English Brown, Goose, American Lager, American mm-hmm. Stout, Kolsch, Triple. Now we're back into January. Mild is January. Hmm. Milk Stout, Spice Beer is December. Have the shows not just been posted? Could that be it? Nope. We're up to date. Okay. Well, then, no. We did not do it. That, that, All, okay. right. All right. Weissenbach and Berliner Weiss it is. Okay. So if you have, and, and you don't have to be attending NHC, although we sure would love it if you are, yeah. uh, you can email brewingwithstyle at thebrewingnetwork.com. Name of the show. Brewingwithstyle at thebrewingnetwork.com. Uh, let us know. We also could always use help with uh, the commercial examples. If you have mm-hmm. fresh-made commercial examples in your area, mm-hmm. we'll help you with shipping. We'll give you prizes. We'll do anything we can to make sure that we get the right beer. If you go into the forum under Beer Radio, you're going to see a, a topic called Beer Schedule Brewing with Style. And the whole schedule is there for the rest of the year. So we'll keep mentioning it here on the program, uh, but you can go reference it there. So the next couple ones coming up, Berliner Weizen, Weizenbach. After that, for July, we've got Irish Red Ale and Beer de Garde. In August, we're looking at American Wheat or Rye and other smoked beer. So that's just an example. Brewing with style at thebrewingnetwork.com if you're interested in helping us out getting commercial examples and your homebrew. We'd love it. There you go. All right, cool. All right. Well, another fine show that you've gotten me into, Tasty. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. <laughs> Ah, uh, the tasticles. Uh. <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, do we call him that? Do we do I that? do. No, <laughs> I have for the last Tasty's five like, no, years. They don't call me tasty thing. for nothing. <laughs> That's right. I think that Jamil and the ladies oh, are allowed to call that. him that. That's right. What do you mean? He just yeah, got I, it. He, you... he just said that they don't call me tasty for nothing. Oh, I see. Just oh, I didn't get that. Took either. a second. <laughs> All right. Well, if you enjoy this kind of uh, hilarity and, and, uh, and vulgarity and information and vulgarity, 
Uh, make sure to check out our sponsors, Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com. Check out the Brewing Network, the Brewing Network store right there. You can get yourself some fine goodies. Represent the BN Army and uh, all the profits from that. Go to the bottom line of the Brewing Network. Help keep shows like this on the air endlessly, whether you want it or not. Until then, everybody, Bruce Strong. And often. <laughs>